Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Foldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Adelman. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL. And now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Well, good weekend and welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. That's me. Thanks for stopping by this week. And if you're a newcomer to the show, then welcome to the program. Please let me know how you heard about the show maybe where you're coming from, how long you've been listening to the show, and if you're a returning listener, that would be. And uh, I'm always curious to find out uh, how long people have been listening or how they first got introduced to the show, so uh, please let me know. For those of you who are downloading through a, a service like iTunes or Spotify and there's a place where you can leave a rating or a comment, I would encourage you to do that as well. That would be really great. That way, Somebody who stumbles across the show and is just reading the little write-up and sees that there's some comments and and, and ratings, um, then they kind of get the impression of whether it's worth their time uh, to uh, give the show a listen. So if you like the show or if you don't, just be honest. I would encourage and I would appreciate if you would leave uh, the ratings and the uh, comments uh, for new listeners. As always, we start the episode with the question of the week. This week's question, and kind of going on with the theme that I've been uh, talking about for this month, uh, with women in hockey, uh, who do you follow on Twitter? Who is a, a female around the, the sport, whether they're media or uh, a coach or something like that? Maybe they work for a team, uh, but you follow them and you find them to be a good follow on Twitter. Uh, let me know, and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll endeavor to get them on the uh, show later on this month. Last week, we had Julie Robenheimer on and uh, Caitlin Barry, and uh, this week, a couple more, I guess, I'll tell you about in a second. Uh, but we got a couple more shows this week or this month as well. And I do have a short list of uh, guests that I'm looking for, but I always like to try to please the audience. So if you if there's a female guest that you'd like me to get on to talk about junior or college hockey, let me know and I will endeavor to do so. I just put that question up on Twitter a few moments ago. At TPS underscore Gee is where you can follow me on Twitter. If you're not already following me, then uh, why don't you give me a follow? Let's get to the CHL news. We'll start with the uh, top 10 rankings that comes out in the middle of the week. So coming into this weekend's play, the Ottawa 67s still holding down the number one spot, uh, followed by Sherbrooke and Portland. That's no change from the previous week. Up to number four are the Edmonton Oil Kings and the Moncton Wildcats right behind them. Shakutami uh, falls to number six. The Everett Silvertips hold steady at seven. Meanwhile, Kitchener up to number eight. London drops to 9, and the Lethbridge Hurricanes force their way into that number 10 spot. Honorable mentions this week go to Cape Breton, Ramuski, and the Saginaw Spirit out of the Ontario Hockey League. 
statistical leaders across the CHL. Alexi Lafreniere leads the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League in scoring with 89 points. Igor Sokolov uh, with Cape Breton has 81. He passes Cedric Paré, who had been in that number two spot pretty much all season. Uh, Paré down to three. Uh, Alexander Hovinov from Moncton tied with uh, Paré. Ha- they both have 78 points. And Felix Robert from uh, Sherbrooke up to that number five spot with 76 points. The uh, top goaltenders in the queue, Colton Ellis of Ramuski, Kevin Mandelis from Cape Breton, Samuel Halavich has uh, dropped a couple of spots now, at least in the goals against uh, department, uh, but still a 234, pretty solid. No goalie in the queue has that uh, 925 uh, save percentage uh, mark, uh, but Kevin Mandelis uh, pretty close at 924. We'll make our way westward and uh, stop in on uh, the Ontario Hockey League and check out the scoring leaders in the OHL. Marco Rossi continues to lead. He has 94 points on the season. Cole Perfetti is not that far behind uh, with the Saginaw Spirit. He has 92 points. Phil Tomasino still having a great season. Uh, Now with the Oshawa Generals, he has 90 points. Connor McMichael uh, works his way up to the number four spot. He has 85 points. And Arthur Kaliev with 79. uh, He's with the Hamilton Bulldogs. Nico Dawes has reclaimed the top goals against average at 236 and this top save percentage. At 9.27, Jacob Ingham from Kitchener also with a 9.25 goals against average. He's fourth, though, when it comes to goals against at 2.69. little separation at the top of the WHL scoring race now. Adam Beckman of the Spokane Chiefs has 88 points, and Jimmy Hamblin from Medicine Hat is second. He has 81, so a seven-point gap there uh, between first and second. Zane Franklin has 77 points, he of the Kamloops Blazers. Seth Jarvis of Portland is up to number four with 72 points, and Oren Santazo from Kamloops is fifth with 68. Top goals against average is a 196. That's held by Dustin Wolf, who also has the best save percentage in the WHL at a very impressive 936. Seventh round pick by the Calgary Flames. All because he's not six foot two. Sebastian Cosa has the second best goals against average at 209 and the third best save percentage. At 925, Shane Farkas right there as well. He's third for goals against at 220 and second for save percentage at 929. Farkas plays for the Victoria Royals. Playoffs are underway at the U-Sport level. Here's what uh, happened on uh, Wednesday. This is round one action in the Atlantic Conference. Uh, Moncton with a 3-2 victory over St. FX. St. Mary's beat UPEI 5-4. Game two of those series that go this weekend on uh, Saturday. Uh, in Ontario, Toronto, 6-2 winners against Western. Carlton takes care of RMC. That was in Game 1. They actually played Game 2 on Thursday, and Carlton wins that one as well, so advance. Uh, Lakehead loses to Ryerson. Meanwhile, Brock beats Windsor, doubled them up, 6-3 the final there. Ottawa and Ontario Tech went to overtime, but the GGs pull that one out, 2-1 the final. UQTR, uh, 3-1 winners against Queens. Those games were all on Wednesday. On Thursday, uh, McGill with a 2-1 victory over Concordia. I told you about Carlton uh, beating RMC. Uh, as well, Laurier beat Guelph by a score of 3-1. So as it's uh, as I'm speaking with you right now, it's Friday morning. The uh, games today uh, see St. Mary's and the University of Prince Edward Island. That's a uh, game two of the best of three. Moncton will take on St. FX. Windsor's got Brock. That's also game two in their series. Uh, and Canada West gets going tonight 
Alberta and Saskatchewan get the bye through the first round. Manitoba will go and play in Calgary. Mount Royal will host UBC. So uh, both U Sports uh, opening round series happening in the city of Calgary. I noticed the uh, latest edition of the CJHL Top 20 rankings looking very good for the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Three of the top six teams in the top 20 coming from the Alberta Junior Hockey League, including the number one and number two teams. That's Sherwood Park and Okotoks. Uh, the Brooks Bandits are number six. There's even an honorable mention for the Spruce Grove Saints in that uh, 21 spot in the top 20. Uh, by comparison, the BCHL, uh, just two teams in the top 20. Coquitlam is ranked number four, and the Penticton V is down at number 14. But uh, this is a pretty impressive year uh, for the AJHL. You know, south of the border in the uh, USHL, basically three teams uh, of note this year. Waterloo leads the Western Conference. They have 58 points, and that is a 11-point uh, lead over uh, Omaha, who is second. And uh, then you've got Fargo and Tri-City right behind Omaha. But a pretty good cushion atop the standings for Waterloo in their conference. And in the other conference, uh, Chicago has 63 points. They're the top team in the entire league, but Dubuque not that far behind. They've got 57 points with a game in hand, uh, but then there's a massive drop uh, down to Team USA. So really three teams are kind of running away with things uh, in the USHL. In the NCAA North Dakota, the number one ranked team coming into this weekend's uh, action, Cornell is a ranked second, followed by Minnesota State. Those three teams, I think, have been in those positions basically, maybe fluctuating a little bit between those three. Uh, probably for the last month or so. Minnesota Duluth up to number four. They've uh, started to turn it on in the second half. Uh, Clarkson is fifth, followed by Denver, Boston College, Massachusetts, Penn State, and Arizona State at number 10. UMass Lowell is ranked 11, and Northeastern, after winning the bean pot, they are number 12 right now. And that's kind of where, that's about the cutoff when it comes to like the pairwise rankings and things like that, where if you're in that top 11, 12, uh, you are probably going to be in the NCAA tournament and aren't going to have to uh, uh, get the automatic bid by winning your conference playoffs. Uh, if you're outside of that top 12, well, you're going to have to earn it for sure. Not that those teams haven't earned it, but you've still got work ahead of you, put it that way. The rest of the top 20 goes Ohio State at 13. Then you've got Providence, Quinnipiac, Bemidji State, Maine, Harvard, Northern Michigan, and Sacred Heart at 20. We'll get to the guest list, uh, who's coming down the pipe this week on the Pipeline Show. And, of course, all guests join me via the Troubled Monk hotline. Next time you're going through Red Deer, if you're not a Red Deer resident, uh, check out the brewery and the tap room at uh, 5551 45th Street in uh, downtown Red Deer. Or if you're thirsty and you just want some delicious craft beer, uh, go to your uh, local liquor store or your beer store and uh, ask for Troubled Monk. And if they don't have it, demand they get it. The Daycation, one of my favorites, uh, but today I have been saving it. I am going to enjoy the Bucktooth Belgian White for the first time. Haven't tried it yet, so uh, today in the last segment when I crack one open, uh, it will be my uh, very first uh, taste of the uh, Bucktooth Belgian White. I've had the Golden Gates, and I've had the Open Road American Brown Ale, the Pesky Pig, the Rebels Red, and I've had the uh, Iced Tea as well, the Troubled Tea. I've even had a couple of the sodas that they make, the Saskatoon Soda and the Root Beer. Pretty much something for everybody if you're into a craft beer. And, uh, boy, if you go to the tap room in Red Deer, they have a lot on tap that's uh, not available in your local liquor store or beer store. 
And just some of the names are uh, fantastic. The uh, Oktoberfest Maybach, the uh, Mozart Vienna Lager, the Badlands Sour Brown Ale, the Loch Ness Dry Stout, the Helter Spelter Dunkelweizen, the Mary Samsonite Barrel Aged Cherry Sour. Uh, this one actually might be uh, right up my alley. The Endless Love Barrel Aged Sour Saison with Apricot. How about that? It's Valentine's Day. Go get an Endless Love. Uh, but when you stop in at the tap room, tell them the Pipeline Show sent you or uh, follow them on Twitter and let them know the Pipeline Show told you to do that as well. At Troubled Monk is how you can get them on Twitter. All right, the guest list today. We're going to start with an NCAA campus report. My uh, guest, her name is Jashvina Shaw. She writes for College Hockey News. It does a great job covering the uh, Big Ten Conference, but went to school at BU, so you know that she was watching the uh, Beanpot this past week. I spoke with her on Tuesday, the day after the uh, final game of the Beanpot. That went on Monday, so we'll get her reaction to that. But I also wanted to talk to her about what we're talking about uh, with our female guests this month, just their experiences as female reporters or females inside the world of uh, hockey, a largely a predominantly male uh, sport. Uh, so wanted to get their perspective. So you hear from uh, Jashvina about that. Then we'll have a uh, In the Dub segment for Dub Network and Moose Jaw Warriors assistant coach, or coach assistant as the official title goes. Her name is Olivia Howe, and uh, she played at Clarkson for four years, won a national title, now returns home to Moose Jaw and is uh, on the coaching staff of uh, the WHL's Moose Jaw Warriors, first female coach in the history of the WHL. So great story there. You can hear more about her or learn more about her in uh, the second segment today. Then we'll have a 2020 draft spotlight segment. A uh, personal favorite of mine for the draft this year. His name is Jake Neighbors, plays for the Edmonton Oil Kings. And uh, I think you're going to really enjoy that conversation. I've already said it. He's one of the uh, best interviews uh, of all the uh, draft spotlight players we've had on the show this year. He's one of the best for sure. Uh, then I'm going to end the show today with a little bonus audio. Cam Moon uh, had a discussion with uh, Brent Sutter on the morning he was about to coach Game 1000. That was on the way to Victoria. I think they did the uh, conversation on the ferry crossing over to the island and uh, wanted to share that with you. Uh, 1,000 games, quite the benchmark for Brent Sutter behind the bench of the Red Deer Rebels. So that's a loaded show for you. We will start it off with an NCAA campus report. Jashvina Shaw from College Hockey News. She's up first here on the Pipeline Show. McCarthy trying to get it out of his own zone. Picks it up again behind the USA goal. This time a safe play and he finds Turcotte. With Gildon, shorthanded and overline. Turcotte out in front. Score! What a move! Alex Turcotte, a shorthanded goal. It's Alex Turcotte from Team USA, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Black eyes open wide. It's time to testify. There's no room for lies, and everyone's waiting for you. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Jonathan Taves. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! Colton Pareko. Sharp. We're stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 